Hey. We live, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said we live, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Like I said, that boy said we live. But how th- you feeling, bro? I thought I messed up the mic, bro. Are you I was about to say, man, we just messed up the whole you show. Straight, straight. You, um, you already got somebody in here. Lance Byers, man. Lance. Hey, guy, what's man. up? What's up? What's up? up Thank guy? you for checking in. For sure, uh, man. To Doc Rose. Um, you in for a ride today, my guy. He in for a ride? Or no, he not in for a ride? Oh, no, he is. Oh, you yeah. in for a ride? Yeah, no, I was just looking at what you were doing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, but yeah, nah, thank you for being here, though. Um, hopefully, we get a few more people joining uh, before man. we get, like, started and everything. Hey, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing okay today. Um, you, sure. can, you can say something in the comments. You know, it's kind of like... Oh, Let that's us know you, you here as yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> i like, bro, that boy... Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, hey... Welcome to Dark Roast Live, episode 7. Hey, we had a week off last week. What up, E-Man? Hey, we had a week off last week. Um, but we back today. Yes, sir. We, we live. We straight. Yes, sir. Yeah, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Y'all probably straight. Y'all straight. Y'all straight. Guys, it's November, man. I can't believe it, bro. Like, we... 2020 is almost over, guys. Like, it really is. It, it, it really is almost Girl, over. Almost um, done. But, man, I think... Honestly, bro, I think all of us... Like we have under our belt, we we all went through adversity together. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like all around the globe, hundred percent. So literally, not even just America, not everywhere, everybody. So like, Everything. we get points for that. For real, like 100%. for real, and we made it through, and we made it through. I so mean, it, it ain't 2021 yet, but we got this far at least. A few more, a few, oh, a few more weeks. We got it. Yeah, and then pretty a much. Month, basically, a, a month, month and a half. Yeah. Golly. Hey, man, so shout out to you for Crazy. making it through. Yeah, well, shout out, shout out to God first, because yeah. he's the one who made you still be here, because we definitely lost a lot of people sure. this year. But, for real. Um, yeah, shout out. Hey, be, if you don't have anything to be grateful for, be grateful about that. Life, breath. For real, for, for real, a fact. Like, you're here. Um, You're about to see the end of 2020. You made it through this historic year that a lot of people... Better yet, everybody knows it's gonna be in the history books. You yeah. made it through that, so sure. um, you should be happy about that. If you haven't counted your blessings yet, count that blessing 100%. that you're alive. Your family's good. Um, you might even know people that lost their lives today, um, this year, but you know you're good. So yeah, um, yeah man, up? I feel good just sure. off of just knowing that. Um, sure. I feel great. Hey, let's start off the show doing it right, man. Like we came from. What's yes, sir, name, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, name? my name once again, um, is Yemi Okpeyemi Abudu. Tell him, represent. Um, yeah, I'm a Nigerian boy. For those yes, who are new to the show, um, with the privilege to be here, um, on this platform, um, yeah. with Dark Rose. So yeah, welcome to our show, Dark Rose. Who are you, sir? Hey, my name is the Man, the I'm Beast, that, man. the Beast. <laughs> a day, man. My name is a day. Idowu, 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 Idowu. You got it, you got it, bro. It's getting better, it's getting better, it's getting better, it's getting better. Hey, listen, bro. Hey, t- another way to start off and introduce our show, man. We got a word of the day today. Wait, we got a word. We today? got a word of the day, man. <laughs> we got a word of the day today. Listen, I'm not gonna try to say the that, word bro. of the day today is <laughs> bum fuzzle. <laughs> right? It means what to be. What the con- heck is a bum fuzzle? To be bum fuzzled is to be confused, perplexed, or not, flustered. Not to be confused with dumb fuzzle. <laughs> <laughs> The word is derived in old English. <laughs> dumb fuzzled. <laughs> I like that one better, actually. Dumb fuzzled? Wait, it means to be confused. To be confused, to be perplexed. Confused. I was dumb fuzzled today. To be <laughs> That's crazy. Or That's bum Bro, who comes up with these words? Like, do do y'all ever actually say... I don't know about y'all, but I always ask that, like... Yeah. I want to create a word. Shoot. I would love to create a word. Real, yeah, it would be so nice. But yeah, who's coming up with these words? For those of you in the comment right now, please, if you know... Please. Just say something for those of you who are gonna listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Man, hit us up in our DMs and let us know who the inventor of words are, because we need to holla at it's them. It's always changing. I heard though. It's all. Right? And they always add new words, man. Like woke is a is a new word. It's that a came word in the last now. Two days. Like, two days. I'm tripping. Two days. Last <laughs> two or three years. <laughs> two days. Two days, my guy. But yeah, man. Uh, welcome. Yeah, let us know who this uh, word inventors are. But welcome to Dark Roast. Um, <laughs> Welcome to our show. Like yeah. they said, um, we weren't here last week. Um, there was there was actually like a power outage. Like yeah, bro. Not with just here, bro. No, in a bunch like of everywhere, yeah, man. everywhere. Yeah, so be crazy, 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 man. So yeah. due to that, we didn't really have a show last week, but um, so we're right? back here this week. We um, back, baby. We have a fun we topic live. today that we want to talk to you guys about. 
Um, thank you guys for following us so far throughout this journey. Um, we have like what, like maybe a few more episodes left, and we'll be done with this first season. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, we got Crazy, a right? few more episodes, bro. We almost done. That's that's wild, bro. It's gonna be insane, dude. Yeah, like that's a whole season, bro. It's a whole one season. That's a whole. And we already on episode seven. Like I feel like we just dropped the album, dog. Like, I feel like we, I feel like we've been working on the album this whole real, time, bro. But man, thank God, bless up to TFC bless for. Up giving us the platform to do this um it's been it's been amazing so yeah bro sure. let's go and get um, into this topic my guy get into this topic get into this topic how, how yeah. you wanna how you wanna i wanna start this man how, how you wanna, wanna di- introduce how you wanna introduce um first of all i guess the best way to kind of introduce this is um you know for those of you who have been following us so far we've talked about so many things in regards to like pain you know sex privilege Black Lives Matters, All Lives Matters, um, Why, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And we just felt like um, the next topic that we will correlate with all those things, or better yet, it's we feel like this topic itself or this thing itself is what births all these other things that we've kind of touched on, and that's your heart, pretty much, right? That's, we're talking about your heart today. Who got your heart? That's literally the topic. Who um, got it? Who got your heart? Who? Who got your heart, though? <laughs> um, Because we feel like, obviously, your heart, from a physical standpoint, your heart is like... Are you on gum? Yeah, bro. It got stuck in my tooth, bro. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you ain't have gum all night, but now you randomly got gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in my mouth the whole time. But anyway, the heart... Your physical heart is the center, right? Yeah. Of, of Of who you are in the sense of, like... Your heart is what makes you go, yeah. right? It's the it's the machine, the it's the engine, right? Yeah. So to speak, it's the engine behind um, your your physical existence. Yeah. And in the same breath, right? Um, you know, yeah. the more I was thinking about this topic, like as much as your heart, you know, is sort of like the engine, right? Yeah. From a spiritual standpoint, your heart is also like the connection between you and God, mm. um, right? And I just felt like this topic was necessary to address, address, mm. address, address. Just because you know, the heart is another cliche word that we throw out and we use all the time for everything. Yeah. Sports. Hey, bro, you got heart. You got a heart. Yeah, you, you got, got heart, heart, bro. You gotta, you gotta do all your heart. You got all your heart. Bro. All your heart. It's like, what is what my heart, mean? man? Like, right. what does it mean? Like, and I feel like every time we say, th- like, people don't understand that a lot of times. A lot of us don't know what that means. Not at all. We know what it means Not in regards all. to how people use it. Yeah. But we don't know at the yeah. core. What does that mean? What does it mean yeah. to do with all your heart? What does what does God mean when he says um worship me with all your heart? Like right. what does worshiping God with all your heart mean? So yeah. um anyway, we feel like this would be a good topic to kind of um address because um kind of like as we were talking about this, the analogy we kind of that came up was we feel like, you know, looking at things from, like, a tree, from the perspective or a standpoint of a tree, the heart, your heart is, like, the foundation. Your heart is the, the roots, roots, right? The roots, the roots. The roots. Um, your heart is the roots, and um, it's whatever you put in your heart, which whichever way you shape your heart, which whatever, whatever you used to, you know, I guess. It's a heart, heart be molded. Right. Um, determines the fruits. Yeah. Determines everything else. So, right. yeah. Um let me ask you a question then, bro. Yes, sir. So, like, then, like, however you, you're talking about, like, however you let your heart be molded, it, it determines the fruits. Right. So, like, how, like, how do you know or, or who is the person or who, like, how do you know who the owner of your heart even is? So, man, that's, that's a great, great question, sir. Great um, question, sir. <laughs> Who do you know who owns your heart? So obviously, kind of like we we're saying, um, I'm a firm believer. As we said, your heart is like the root, right? You know, even biblically it says, um, uh, "What's that passage that talks about guarding your heart because all the issues of life spring yeah, out from yeah, your heart, for sure, for right?" Sure. Um, you read with that. that. With that, in <laughs> I didn't read that, but you read it. With that in mind, like 
going back to what does it mean when somebody says, you know, go do do this with all your heart. I think your heart is like we said, your core, your roots, right? Mm. So it's what controls your will. It's what controls your emotions, mm. right? It's what controls your mind, mm-hmm. right? It's what dictates what actions you take, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess like the way I kind of look at it in my mind, and I'm pretty sure other people have had this broken down to them in different ways, but the way I kind of look at it in my mind is your heart from your heart goes to your mind or mm. I guess soul, mind, thoughts, then mm. action. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So everything, the action, before the action happens, right, your heart, your art is what influences that whole process. Yeah. yeah. Right? And sure. real quick, real quick side note, I was talking to somebody about this today and um, God loves processes, bro. Yeah. Like, sure. I, like um, and I'm just saying this real quick and I know it might be a little bit of a tangent, but I just feel like it's important. Like, cause this is something that I know I've been learning more and more, um, just in regards to life, in regards to doing anything, right? Like, I realize God really is not a God of shortcuts. Like, mm. He loves, He loves the process of mm. something. Yeah. Like, cause there's beauty in the, really there's the beauty process. in the process. Like, think about speaking of using, uh, speaking of the whole tree as an analogy, right? Literally. The beautiful thing about a plant is it starts with a seed. Yeah. Literally, right? You plant the seed, you bury the seed. Yeah. You water the seed, you look over the seed. The seed starts to germinate and it grows into something beautiful. Right. Right? So that process in itself, like that's nature, right? We'll say God is in nature. That's something that's God. That's literally how God is. Like he loves the process of things like that. Um so anyway, I just wanted to say that. I, I don't know why I wanted to say that, but I just felt like it was important like to understand that processes are part of, you know, the yeah. design that God has for us to. Sure. But anyway, to answer your question about who how do you know who owns your heart, right? So with knowing that your heart dictates all those things, your actions, I think you work backwards. Mm. I think you work backwards knowing so as a believer, if I say I believe in God, right? Mm. Then I work backwards. All right, my actions are this. My mm. thoughts were this. My mind was thinking about this, right? Where did all that come from? It came from my heart, right? Yeah. So what was I? And um, what's that passage that talks about? It's it's not what goes in, but what comes out of your heart that defiles you, right? Mm, yeah. So what was I? What what did I? Um, how will I say? What did I soak up that mm. affected that whole process? Yeah. That now affected my action, right? Sure. So. If I say I know God and God is this person, this person, this person, right? Best example is Jesus too, right? Jesus right. said you will know them by their fruits, right? 100%, yeah. So if my actions says this and what begat begat my action was a thought, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what brought about that thought was the way my was what is in my mind, right? Yeah, yeah. If what is in my mind came from what's in my heart, right? Mm. If what is in my heart if what is in my heart is directed at God, right? Mm. Then for sure I'll know based on the actions, based on that result, yeah. it will be godly, so to speak, yeah, right? That'll yeah. be the fruit. 100%. So you know where your heart is based on, I feel like the action. Mm. So you say you hate somebody, right? Yeah. So it's not, that hate doesn't just start with you saw something you hate. Right. It was a process mm. that made you come about whatever action you took to express your hate right. yeah. towards somebody. How do you look at it? Well, well let me ask That's you one way I look at it. Let me ask you a question real quick then. So what do you say to somebody who says that the heart is deceptive? About what the word talks about, the heart being deceptive. Well, mm. the, the, the heart is deceptive because of sin. 100%. Right? But like when it comes down to like, maybe we should not, maybe somebody might say we should not trust in our heart because... It is deceptive towards this and this and this and this. And maybe like you said, because we're born into sin and we choose our sin nature, then should we, like, does it really come from our hearts? Like, what do you, what do you think about but the rebuttal? Yeah, but um, there's a passage that talks about God who take away our hearts of stone and give us a heart of flesh. Mm, like, it, it all comes back to, That's like, if, if, we're, if we're saying as believers we're reborn, right. God gave us everything new, a right. new spirit. Right. right, a new heart too. Right, right. Because it's your heart, like it, it's your, like we said, your heart is your center, right? Right. Yeah. So to speak, your heart is your core, sure. right? So God wants you to worship Him with your core, right? Like with everything in you, 100%. like everything, right? So 
yes, your heart is deceptive because of the sin nature. 100%. But this is now where I believe, like, Jesus comes in, where he now wants to give you a new heart. Mm. He now wants to give you a new spirit, right? right? Or he does give you a new spirit. But he does give you a new heart. Right. But I believe that that giving you a new heart, it all still starts from what's being fed like yeah. how how you're springing up that plant so right. to speak that seed right, right? so that's how you know i i, I strongly believe because even i'm pretty sure there's another passage that talks about how like it, it lists like the um the what what would you call it the fruit of the spirit the, not the fruits of the spirit but the deeds of the flesh ah, where okay. it talks about like it's idolatry that's it's, before the fruit of the spirit that's before yeah. the fruits of the spirit sorcery actually. drunkenness right. all that type so of stuff. it yeah. says all those things so from doing that like at least I know that's that's usually my compass now where I'm like sure. okay I did this right then right. I track it back right. if I did this that means my heart was not where I say it was meant to be mm, that yeah. means there's something off yeah that's how I usually right. know okay there's something off with me right because right? if my action is producing this if my thoughts is producing this action if my right. mind is making me think about these thoughts there's something there's a disconnect with my like from where my right. heart is actually makes and where i think it should be right. if that makes sense for sure yeah. for sure and what i think to add on to this is that it's important that we recognize that when we say heart in, in my mind i think about it equating with saying soul or spirit like you brought mm -hmm. to it a few times um they're different though they, they are different right. of course like physically but like in my mind i think about that because when i say that i say my heart is going to perish mm. when i die my heart is going to perish but my soul is going to everlast it's going to be everlasting and eternal because you think your heart is going to perish i think my physical heart oh oh for sure yeah, yeah. You, you, you dead <laughs> that's dead. what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i say my physical heart is going oh, to perish dead, yeah. that's why because we use the word heart right yeah. not in physical a heart way, right right in a biological right. way mm -hmm. but i mean in a spiritual way I'm using like soul to say it as in like, like the like the reason why I breathe. Your essence. The essence of who I am, yeah. ontologically. Even I'm not gonna use that word exactly yet. I like <laughs> I, I defi define it, but the ontologically basically is the essence of who you are. But the essence of who I am, ontologically, when I become a Christian, is alive in Christ. Like right. you just said, and if, like you just said about um about once you take on. Christ as being a new believer, as being a believer in general, like what happens in your heart is that God shifts your heart of stone and turns into a heart of flesh where you des then desire Christ and mm. do not in, in anymore. And it's not like a completeness until you have come to die and be with Christ because it was still nature, back, right? So right, he comes back. But like you have then came to a place where you desire God. Yeah. That's why People say like, okay, well, when you become a Christian, what you, you should be doing? You have the ability to desire. Right, God. right. Yeah. Um, when you, when you become a Christian, okay, maybe you start reading the Bible more. Maybe you start like choosing good things more. Maybe you start getting rid of this. A lot of times, it's because God has given you the desire in your heart Facts. to choose those type of things. Facts. Bro, there's no way it's in the world you. <laughs> that I'm gonna choose that. Facts. There's Facts. no gosh dang way in the world that I'm gonna want to come to a Christian college and I'm gonna be real with y'all and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna avoid sex, mm -hmm. or I'm, I'm just gonna avoid cursing. I'm mm -hmm. gonna like that's just not the come that doesn't come from the goodness of my heart. heart yeah, Romans facts. three, yeah, right? Romans three talks about like we are not good. There is no good within us. But then Romans four talks about how because we have been justified and made righteous in Christ's sight with Him, then there that that's the reason why I'm new in Him. That's mm -hmm. the reason why I am good. It's only because of Christ. Mm -hmm. So when I say like, so then you may ask the question, how do you know? I mean, how do you know your owner? You know your owner by your fruit, like you just said. That is the proof, that is the evidence that I am, me, myself, is made a new creation, right? If you look at uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, mm -hmm. 17 right? Um, Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, they have been, been made a new, new creation. creation. It says, the old has passed away. Then it says, behold. All things become new. Right, so like, like mm. behold, I am a new person. I am behold. a new creation. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, like, I love that word. Here you go. <laughs> behold. Be Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Like, I am a new creation. So when I say that, I'm saying the way that I act, right? Like you just said, the way that I act should reflect the owner. So we said, and we, and we talked about it, we said proof of ownership. The proof of the ownership of my heart, of my soul, is coming from the way that I act, who is the ultimate owner. Here's the deal, though. It's important for us to ask that question of who is your owner? Because we can easily say, 
Oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh yeah, God yeah. is my owner. I'm gonna on my Instagram page. I'm gonna put John three sixteen. I'm gonna put Philippians four thirteen, and I'm fine. I go to church every once in a while, so it's it's fine. Like I go to church. Like I'm I'm straight. Like there's nothing that I need anything more than that. Whatever. One time a week. Oh, you know what? Matter of fact, I'll just go on Mother's Day and Easter. I'm straight. I'm a Christian. Like God looks at me as right. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got it wrong, boo boo. <laughs> like you, you got, you got it, it wrong. wrong. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like. Why do, you, why do you say you got it wrong? Because what I'm saying. Is, oh, wait, what was I going with? That? <laughs> <laughs> why do you say you got it wrong, bro? No, you okay? Just the, touch. Just touch the, on that. Let me stop speaking so fast. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> my brain going faster than my, my lips going faster than my, my brain is. Um, I was going off of. Proof of ownership. Right. And yeah, okay, the question <laughs> that we should be asking ourselves is who Who's is your the, owner? Right. Who is your owner? And who I was, owns your heart? Right. Pretty much. So what I was saying is, is a lot of times we we choose to say, like, okay, yeah, God does own my heart, but it's really important for us to reflect and look deep inside of ourselves to right. really, really think deeply who, who really, heart? really owns my heart, right? Yeah. Then the question is, okay, yeah, I've been justified with Christ. Now he legally owns me and spiritually owns who I am, right? God is now mine. He lives within me, and the Holy Spirit is literally moving and alive within me. Fine. That is one owner. The problem is what I said. That is one owner. Is there another owner? Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there another person who has a partial deal that got 50% of your heart? Like on Shark Tank. You know what Shark Tank, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Is there somebody who put in a little bit of money to get 50% of your heart? Put a discount. Right. They put a discount. <laughs> Right, you got people in it's discount on your heart. Boy, I got, got stakeholders, <laughs> bro. Bro, not for real though. To like real. that's real because board of directors in there. <laughs> <laughs> not, bro. Think about this though, because, bro, you what what you actually just said had me thinking of. You know how obviously we've been using like, oh, Betty, I've been using a lot of sports analogy, right? Because we're the that's same people right that me. we're the same people that talk about. Everything in this world, everything happens on a spiritual level first, right? Yeah, yep. Before the physical level, right? Yep. So whatever happens, whatever happens in the physical happens first in the... In the <laughs> 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 Wait, boy, you... <laughs> Wait, which one come first? <laughs> Wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, it looked like you were following me for a second. You were like, bro, bro what? No, no. <laughs> Where you going, bro? What kind of rams you going into? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, bro, but for real, like, it just had me thinking about, like, so there are two, we all know there are two forces, right? We, for real. We'll say good, we'll say evil. I'll say God, I'll say devil. Whichever way you want to see it, light, dark, there are right. two forces, right? right. So, spiritual force, both forces, how do both forces influence the earthly realm? You tell me. <laughs> 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 on the people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember how we talked about how, for example, the, we're God's instrument in this world. Right, right, right. right? We're physical beings. Right. God uses, he uses man to accomplish what he wants to accomplish in right. the physical realm. Right, right, right. Same thing with the devil. Whatever he wants to ha- accomplish in the physical realm, right, he does it through other people too, yeah. right? Why you like, why you like? Because I keep, I, they showed the moment when we did, sorry, go ahead. Right, so <laughs> he uses those two forces, right? Right, right, right? Okay, so I'm saying, like, man, you made me forget. <laughs> you made me forget my whole, my whole train of thought, bro. You just made me forget the whole. You just made me forget the whole thing. But no, nah, I'm just saying though, for it with the whole um proof of ownership. Yes, yes, right. Yes. That's what we're trying to get to. So literally, the devil is trying to own your yeah, heart. 100%. God is trying to own your heart. Yeah, right. 100%. Literally, those are the two forces. Right. Literally, they're beating on your heart. Right, literally, right. that's not gonna like I'm, literally, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm using a uh, like auction, right? You go to auction, you right. be like you beating on something. So literally, God is telling you, bro, I've already, I, I already bought you, bro. Like it's over with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's over with. It's over with. Like stop, <laughs> not, bro. Like this is really this. I love mine, my boy, <laughs> bro. I love how God, like God, could really give you teaching and understanding through anything and i love <laughs> yeah, that bro because the more i was thinking about it i was like bro you are tripping about certain things in your life and therefore your heart based on where your heart is your it's leading you to think certain things leading you to act certain yeah. ways but yeah. god is like bro all that thing you all those things you're doing you're doing it like you you belong to somebody else mm. but do 
it's over. I already bought you. Bro. <laughs> I already bought you. I already bro. got you, bro. And For I need real. you to act this way. I need you yeah. to be yeah. this way. I break. The reason why I remember that is as a kid, right? I remember they used to say something back in my uh, back in Nigeria, right? We used to say stuff like, um, "Stop, like act like your father's child." You yeah. know how they always say that, right? For different, yes. Act, act like your father's child, right? Yeah. Or they'll say stuff like, "Don't, don't disgrace or don't disgrace our name." Yes. Don't, yes, don't yeah. pull our name through the mud. Well, right? You get this on. You get this great. <laughs> right. Right. And every time they say that, it's this thing of yeah. because you're in this family right you're you expected you yeah. represent your ambassador 100%. you're expected to act yeah, this way 100%. right these are the kind of actions mm. you're meant to take these are the kind of thinking you should have yeah. this is the culture of this family right, right, this right, is right. how you should approach things right. right and we do that even here in our country we do that with everything with our mm. theories with our beliefs yeah. we'll say well based on my upbringing this is mm. what my parents believe right, so right. now you're saying because of this how your parents believe they expect me to act this way. Right. A lot of us, we all have our different rules in our household where even growing up, our parents would say, in this household, you can't do, do, so, so, so this at dinner. You can't do, 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 do this at di And it's different in every place, right? Mm -hmm. So I say all that just to say, from our perspective as believers, now we're saying, okay, God owns us. He owns our heart. That means it's meant to dictate everything. Every single thing. That means the person you're meant yeah. to be studying the most actually is... The owner, mm. right? Yeah, because that's the person you need to be studying the most. 100%. And the teacher, man, the te so to speak, it's kind of like like I was just watching uh the Cobra Kai uh -huh, uh, yeah. Netflix show. So it's kind of like Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Like everything. I even watching that show, right? I remember he would say things like, "Oh yeah, Mr. Miyagi would not want us to do this. He mm. would not want us like that's not the that's not how Mr. Miyagi will." want us to approach mm, this and I just thought like it's the same thing 100%. like in regards to who like who's right, who's our right, owner right, yeah. because th first of all I think Ooh, the man. more you know your owner the more you're able to dis um, discern your actions yeah, like and, okay and now and this you look like them right yeah exactly yeah wait what like <laughs> the more you know your owner, the more you're able to discern how you're supposed to look, look like look, him. right yes. exactly yes. exactly like all the way down to and this and this is where we w really wanted to come to all the way down to the way you dress, the yeah. way you talk, the way um, do politics. Look at politics, even politics, everything, man, everything. Because if God really has your heart, like we claim God has our heart, this including us, including me, this is questions we had to ask ourselves. Yeah. That means I would not be. I, how will I put this? Everything about how I do life will not be the way the world does life. 100%. If that makes sense, the way I interact with people, the way I'm even angry with people is yeah. not. It won't be what the world expects, yeah. right? The way um um the way I show love to people, yeah. The way I even try to express my express my charitableness, yeah. if that makes any sense, right? It won't be like oh I'm trying to show everybody I'm this, right? Yeah. All because I know my owner. I know how my owner will expect right. me to to behave 100 yeah, yeah like it, it's crazy I, I was learning something in my old testament class in ancient near east times <laughs> so going, was, that, going, was that hard to say going, ancient near east ancient near east. E. <laughs> when, when you go back in time and you look at ancient times <laughs> and you look at the <laughs> east right you look at what happened um during these times if you start looking at oh, okay sorry let me just get to that genesis exodus during those times right what would happen for a king or for a nation right if a nation wanted to take over another nation, mm. they would do that. They would go to war, right? Mm. But guess what? When they win, you know what the king would do? He would erect a statue of himself within that nation, mm. that new nation, right? Yeah. Basically what you said about that colonization type thing, right? Yep. He would erect himself, his, his, a, a, a statue, and it would be built, a tall, tall one, right, in another nation, in that nation that they overcame, the one that they conquered, right? Why? Because from then on, from far away, you can see this huge statue of who is the owner of that nation. Who is the one who rules that nation now? Because right. then it goes from, okay, maybe I know that king, this person, ruled this nation. No, no, no. Now you see a new statue of who now is the new owner of this nation, right? What would happen at that point, right? Anyone who come through that nation would know and be confident mm. this is the king of this, of this nation <laughs> right yeah. that same thing is supposed to be going to second corinthians when paul calls us to be ambassadors right, right? 
in that way, we are meant to represent God, right? We're, we're meant to represent our owner, our true owner of our soul, of our heart, by the way that we act. That being said, everywhere we sh- wherever we go, they should be able to see, just like that king, they should be able to see through my actions, mm. God in me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, imagine me as the nation. They should be able to see the owner within me. As the, it, sh- it should be to see the owner within me. Yeah. So every single time that I move, like, the light of who Christ is, of who God is, should be erected as a statue, as something that's bigger than me, within me. And that's that's a big thing, like you said, yeah. is, like, we're literally meant to be called, I mean, we're meant to be ambassadors and representatives, right? So that if it's time to go talk about something, bro, we gonna, we gonna be the first to go to that meeting. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if they're saying, okay, we need um, a representative from UK, we need a representative from Russia, we need a representative from Africa, from Canada, from here, all these type of places, right? You can be able to say, yeah, I'm gonna step forward and be a representative to go speak for mm. my country, right? In that same place, it's the same thing. I am meant to go and represent Christ in every single way. And that comes through, like you said, how to represent him. That comes through studying, like you said. We are called to be his disciples, right? And he is called to be, and he is actually our disciple, or he is the one that disciples us. Mm-hmm. That being said, we are meant to be students of the one who is the teacher, who is the ultimate teacher, who is our rabbi, like the Bible will talk about, right? Mm-hmm. That, be, like, that being said, so we should study and look at the way that our owner acts so that we may be able to do the same exact thing and act the way that he did and that the way that our owner did, that's basically the process of sanctification, True. of being Real made quick. more like Christ. Real quick, I was going to say, like, and the reason, like, we're harping on heart because I, I believe your heart is your most prized possession, mm. period. I think your heart is your, yeah, your most prized possession that you have and that you could freely give to anybody, right? Um, which is why God... Who has given you free will is asking you now. Worship me with all your heart. Mm. Is like you have the choice with all your heart. He didn't say worship me with your heart. With all meaning everything, every facet of mm. what your heart, um, just I guess consists of, right? right? Um, and we say all that. Just we say all that, knowing the fact that obviously, right? Like. Even as a Christian, right, it's easy to say, "Oh yeah, like I know where I know who my heart belongs mm-hmm. to." Like yeah, yeah. my heart belongs to God, right? Um, therefore, like I'm I'm good. But I also think, like going back to the cliches we were talking about earlier when we started this show about like how everybody says things like, "Oh, put your heart in it. You gotta yeah. put your whole heart in it." When they say that, they're talking about commitment. Mm. Yeah. That's literally what they're saying. They're they're saying commit 100%, 100% to that so, thing. Like yeah. was your heart in it? Like that's why people ask that question. Hey man, was your heart in it? Right, right, like right. was were you committed to 100%? Did you do everything you can? It's just like um it's just like going, another sports analogy. Um athletes, when athletes from high school, college, they'll say I'm committed to mm. this school Yeah What does that mean It means I'm going to this school I'm heartened This is the uniform I'm gonna wear <laughs> Yeah of, Right Because this is the u- right. Even a lot of athletes Even say I go to this school Because I like their colors Right So it's all part of that Right I'm committing to this I'm I'm going to this school for this I'm going to this school for this I'm going to this school for this When I show up I sign a contract mm. Right Technically yeah. After I sign that contract Now I'm saying Now the school is saying We expect you to do this We expect you to do this We right. expect you exactly. to get this We expect you And you have to do all those things, Meet right? Those requirements. It's those are the requirements, and you fully commit to that. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, from that point on, what do you start calling yourself? A college athlete. College athlete right. You no longer athlete. a high school athlete. You mm-hmm. now a college athlete. You get a new title. You get a new title. When you go to the mm. professionals, the moment you transition, the moment you make that commitment, the moment mm. you sign that contract, they they don't call you a college player anymore. Mm-mm. They call yeah. you a professional. He's a professional. She's right. a professional right. athlete right. now. Right. So it's the same thing, like. I say all that just to say a lot of times a lot of us including me including a day a lot of us want the revelation before the commitment mm. and it's the other way around so we want like we want all of those fruits the good fruits that we know we want it but we don't want the commitment yeah so like it's almost like you go to a team <laughs> it's almost like you go to a team you don't want to play but you want to win a championship mm. 
That's pretty much it. <laughs> and that's literally what we all do. Yeah, to we be all, honest. To be honest, we all say like, <clears throat> and it's obviously it's true. You oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Obviously it's true. Like you gave your heart to God, to I'm Jesus. I'm about to have a hard time. Jesus, bro, I'm about oh, to be struggling. Twist with this. it, twist it. I'm about to be struggling with this the whole time. Right um, you gave your heart to Jesus. Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Yes, that's true. Nothing wrong with that. And now the next thing you're talking about is heaven. Bro, like, <laughs> the man just signed you on his team. <laughs> There's so many things you gotta do to go to the championship game. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool Coach. thing is, the cool thing is, I'm gonna keep using my sports analogy. The cool thing is, <laughs> the crazy thing is, your championship run is guaranteed. How does Charles Barkley say? Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> guaranteed. Bro, you gonna get there. Literally. Your championship, your the mo- and what I mean by your championship is guarantee is the moment you commit your heart, um, you 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 know you have faith in Christ. Yes, your your trajectory or the destination He has in mind for you is the championship, is good things, yeah. is heaven, yeah. the mansions He talked about to go prepare for you. Yes, that's part of the goal. Yeah. But before you get to the mansion, like. There's so many things. There's so many things we got to do. And I'm saying all of that just to say, it's one thing to know who has your heart. But now knowing your heart is one thing. The next thing there's, what does my owner, who owns my heart, right, expect of me? me? What is the requirements? Right? What, is, what are the requirements? Yeah. How does he want me to think? So You know what's crazy, crazy even about that? Mm-hmm. The qualifications are simple also. Very, very simple. You know what I'm saying? The qualifications is to have faith in Christ and just walk in his ways. Okay, yeah, it's not easy to walk in his ways, right? But the qualification to just enter it and to be a part of that team is like signing that contract. It's like, free, bro. Like it's free. You just say, I do. <laughs> like, say- I want to be on this team. I want to follow after you, God. Then the requirements are hard. That's the part That's the yeah. part that's hard. But, like, the, the, the simple part is just the like the, the, the fact that, like, I no. The simple part is the qualifications. The hard part is the requirements, the requirements. that come after that. Right. Because it is hard to be a Christian at times. It really right. is. I like what you said. I'm sorry to cut you off real quick, but yeah, like, yeah. I like what you said about like when you become a college athlete, you go from being a high school athlete to a college athlete. When your you title changes. A, your title changes. When you become a professional athlete, you go from being a college athlete to a professional athlete. When you retire, you you go from being a pro professional athlete to a, a former professional athlete, right? Crazy enough, when you see that, your title changes even in that realm, right? But guess what? Because you will always hold tight and held tight to who the owner is, right? And you have stayed under the same owner, or at least you committed to that one to that one yeah. owner, right? Yeah. Your title remains the same. And who Thanks. you are, no matter what you do, remains the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like what you said about that because we were just saying, like, you become, like, a new creation. You like, Literally. You, right. You go from being a part of the old creation of being of so, this world who is lost and has no idea who their owner is. The shepherd, right? Think about us as sheep. When we Before we are part of this flock hold of being a part of, of the good shepherd's flock hold, right? We are lost sheep, right? We are that one. Like a part of the parable about the ninety-nine and the one, the ninety-nine being the righteous and the we one the being one. unrighteous. We are that one before we come into the family of God to be a part of that, uh, be a part of that uh, sheepfold, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we say yes and just run to Him, like the prodigal son, or like the woman found the, the lost coin, we then are part of a new thing, right? He is doing a new thing within us, and we have become and, and taken on the title of being found. So no longer am I a lost sheep anymore. I am a found sheep who now can enter into like you just said. We like we have we have something to look forward to. The hope of salvation, like the hope of of getting to be with Christ in eternity for forever. Mm. So I, I, I like that a lot. I like yeah. that a lot, bro. Because even with the whole who got your heart, like think about this, guys. Like um, at least I know I've been thinking about this. If money has my heart, then everything I do is. Unconsciously, yeah. consciously, yeah. intentionally, yeah. unintentionally, right. will be geared towards that. Hundred percent. If if that's what rules my heart, right? 100%. Um, if that's what, yeah, literally, 
everything I do, <clears throat> the way I interact with people, yeah. um, I will have the mindset of I don't need to waste my time with this person because they're not gonna make me money. Right. Mm. That's that's how your mindset will be. Right. Whereas same situation, if my heart belongs to God, I'm thinking, man, God is the type of person that's always inviting of every kind of every whatever kind of person, right? Because He made every everybody. So he would want me to just show love. He would want me to just, you know, just be a good person, right, to this person. So two, same situation, two different masters, two different mindsets, mm. two different results, right? Mm. That's kind of what we're coming to, right? Um, one of our topics was about um, privilege, right? Same thing, privilege. It's a topic, a situation, right? As a, it's one... Any of us could come into that situation with two with either of those masters, right? And I know this is gonna be almost touchy. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying if you don't use your privilege, right, your master is <laughs> this person. But I'm saying if you claim your master is not master, if you claim your owner, the person who owns your heart is God, right? That means even when you approach that situation of privilege, there's a grace by which you go about it. Yeah. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna be combative, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not it's not going to be I'm right, you're wrong. Mm. It's going to be what? How can we show love to each other in this space? How can I glorify right? God? How can we glorify that privilege? Yeah. How can we show our owner some love in mm. this? Yeah. Right. So it's it's no longer because a lot of times, just like when we talk about pri- a lot of times, it's we're looking at bro, but. What? what are you talking about my privilege this this is it's like no 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 we're saying all of that is meant to go back mm. to the owner right you meant to show yeah. the owner back some love right think about this another sports analogy for you what do they always do when a team wins a championship who's the first person to touch the trophy or maybe not touch the trophy. who's the first person that gets a lot of love to be honest the Who coach gets- it's the even before the coach the owner of the, the owner. team mm. the owner of the team gets love first yeah. literally after they announce oh the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl the first people they call up to the states interview is the owners of the team mm. because it's the owners of the team that paid money mm. it's yeah. the owners of the team that made the team yeah. it's the owners of the team that built the stadium yeah. it's the owners of the team that made the players have a place to play yeah. it's the owners of the team that cut the checks yeah. right so literally God, as your owner, has done all these things for you. Yeah. A lot of times, this is what we do, and this this is what we end up doing is, God is our owner. We claim he's our owner. Now, we get to, we get to, <laughs> I need to stop with my sports analogies. You really do. We get, to, one. we get to the playoffs, <laughs> and we get close, for, and we get close to the championship game, or we get into a situation, right? Instead of, like, consulting our owner, or instead of, like, thinking like our owner, or instead of, like, Looking through the playbook Our owner's already written down Or our coach Right The first thing we do is We think about another Different owner mm. Right And that's where money Stuff like money Yeah Comes in That's why the Bible talks about You can't serve two masters Yeah Right Right. And it's not just money It's also Who yeah. owns your heart Is also Who you go to for happiness mm. What you go to for happiness Yeah Owns your heart Right What you go to To alleviate your pain mm. Owns your heart Yeah that why, that big why that we were talking about, whatever that why is for you, owns your heart. Yeah. Honestly, because yeah. that's 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 at the core of what's making you go. Yeah. Whatever that big why is for you, if it's not God, if it's something else, that's the thing that's driving you forward, wherever it is that you're going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's very vital to like. I think one thing that I want to get into practice of, with just now knowing about all these things is. Every action I take, whatever it is, from routine, habits, all those things, my thought processes, everything. Even the Bible talks about um, only think about things that are good yeah, from heaven, right? right? So everything has to be in line with that. Not saying I'm going to I'm gonna try, I'm going to start building those championship habits. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Bro, they gotta, they gotta Another sports <laughs> analogy. But no, nah, for real, I just... <laughs> I just really believe like it all boils down to commitment, man. Like it's it's cool. It's it's okay to know that yeah, God owns. Oh my God, like God owns my heart, right? It's it's one thing to know that, and that's a good place to be. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a great place to be. But now there's a level of commitment, 
right? That has to happen. Yeah. That's where the obedience kicks in. That's yeah. where discipline kicks in. That's yeah. where self-control kicks in. That's where loving your neighbor kicks in. That's where when you see somebody who's not your skin color, you're not thinking hate. You're thinking, oh, mm. I need to love this person just like they love me. Right. That's how when you find yourself in this situation where you find yourself more privileged than somebody else, mm. you're not so much crying about if you have privilege or don't have privilege. You grateful that you have that privilege mm. and you excited to using that privilege yeah, for God's 100%. kingdom for God's glory right. All when you're going through pain when you feel like man this is just unbearable pain I can't deal with this anymore I can't do this anymore yo why will be in line with where your heart is and mm. the moment you re- remember that yo my heart belongs to to this owner right right it should influence how you even relate with that pain. Yeah. Right? Oh, man, how did how did my owner deal with this kind of pain? I know, mm. shoot, anytime I need advice on life or something that happened to me in life, I'll call somebody I know that's been through it. Mm-hmm. Like my family, my brothers, my sisters. Hey, have you guys dealt with this before? Like, how, what did you do? Yeah. Same thing with the going through pain. I'm going to ask my owner first because my owner has been through. The Bible says you have a, 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 um, I'm paraphrasing, you have a high priest who sympathizes with you, right? yeah. So that means he's been through yeah. everything that I could possibly go through. Yeah. Then I'm going to go to my owner. You see, you see the trend? Right. So my owner is going to dictate the way I think about my life, mm. right? Especially if I give all my heart to my owner, right? That means whatever I want to do in this life, whatever happens to me in this life, whatever is happens around me in this life, I'm always gonna be is which is so perfect because what Psalm ninety one, um, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall yeah. abide under the shadow of the Almighty, right? So I will literally have the mindset of I'm under God all the time, like I'm protected, I'm shielded, right? So everything, my actions are gonna be in line with yeah what my owner wants me 100%. wants me to wants me to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. And <clears throat> just to reiterate, but not to be too repetitive. Um, all the other topics that we brought up from the past, all six of them from BLM to privilege Even to sex. pain, yeah, right, to sex, um, to who, what's, what's your why, all these different topics, right? We are basically saying, who has your heart? That is the foundation. That is a foundational question. It's that the fundamentals. Be, right, it's the fundamental, <laughs> the basics. The basics, Right, though. right. It is the foundational <laughs> question that you must ask yourself because whoever has your heart dictates, is, your life. dictates your life yes and the way that these topics are presented and the way you act in these topics and the way that um uh you represent those topics should be represented ultimately under the owner like just like you said like, like what your parents would say like when you go out man you represent your parents that's just how it is because you come from them and that's where you be you've grown up from them and they've taught you their ways all these different things so that, so just to put that out there again, that is super important for us to understand. And for us, um, as Christians and for people who are listening to this right now, for people who are not Christians, it is, it's okay, it's fine, right? It's, it's okay. But think about this, though. Ask yourself this question. You know, do, do, don't, don't be so scared to ask yourself this question. It's okay for you to seriously be like, you know what? Okay, I have two owners right now. Facts. Or like, maybe my owner right now is, is not God. Like, maybe I'm not acting... And maybe like the way that I live life is not representative of the true owner of my heart. Maybe I am serving two masters. And I'm not saying like, yeah, keep doing it, good job. But what I'm saying is it's okay to realize that within yourself. You need to reflect, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to have a time of thinking to yourself, okay, who has my heart truly? And what is my why in my life? Like the, the way that I live is it for God? Is it with God? Or am, or am I living for something else? Right? Mm-hmm. And then the next question I want you to think about besides that is, are you satisfied fully with knowing that you have one owner or you have multiple owners? You know what I'm saying? Like You like all your landlords. Right. To be honest. To be Facts. real, bro. You like paying on them people? You like paying on them people? Or you got multiple <laughs> stakeholders. And you probably give up. You probably giving about a good seventy percent. You need, bro. Bro, bro, no, bro for real. You, like, you can't. You can't serve two owners, bro. I've really realized though, like for real, the only time I have anxiety, stress, or any of those stuff in my life is when I feel like 
I'm not paying attention to my owner. Mm. It's always when I feel like I'm I'm giving somebody else money on the right. side, bro. To be real. <laughs> to be real. That's or you serving yourself. Oh, I'm serving myself. For oh, real. that's a big one. Maybe like, your owner is yourself. Mm. That's true. <laughs> but for real, like every single, any time, like, like they said, it's good to always, I, I feel like it is good to always reflect because you're able to like know, okay, you know what? I'm I'm tripping. Like, yeah, to be like, real. Like, to be real. Like, I'm... Yo, sometimes you got to tell yourself you tripping. For real. Like, not in a bad way, but knowing you have to ask those questions because, like we said, your heart is the biggest prized possession. That's mm. why the devil is after it just as much as God is after it. That's why you got to guard it, man. That's why you got to guard your heart, right? And I know it sounds redundant. I know it sounds like we being a horse, but... Um, being a dead horse, I'm like, why are we oh gonna beat a, horse? a live horse? <laughs> I'm gonna beat a live. I'm not trying to eat you, man. <laughs> I'm gonna beat a live horse. <laughs> um, I like when I was thinking about this topic, like the one thing that just kept kept coming to my mind were the parables of the seeds. Mm. Is it a seed? The sower, right? Um, and Jesus gives this parables right about the sower who sows seeds in different places, right? Um, you know. He sowed a seed on uh, rocky ground. Mm. Sowed a seed on a fer- fertile, f- fertile, fertile ground. F- How do you say? It? I, I, I think it's fertile. It's fertile, right? Yeah, and a fertile I hope it's the right, right word. I hope it's the right I word. Fertile um, is for pregnancy. Anyway, I hope it is. <laughs> y'all get the message. And he he sowed some. Oh, some of the seeds landed like amongst the thorns of bushes. Is that what you say? I don't know, I'm real bum-fuzzled right now. <laughs> <laughs> bum-fuzzled. Bum-fuzzled, go ahead. Um, but it had me thinking about those parables because in those parables, obviously, he's talking about, um, you know, the seed that fell on fertile ground germinated, mm-hmm. right? The seed that fell on rocky ground, not really. See that fell within the torn bushes. The weeds came up and mm-hmm. choked them up, right? Right, right, right. Don't you think that's talking about our heart and, mm. like, where, yeah. how we... Because... Re- the way we receive any message in life is through our heart. Our yeah. heart is what holds on. Mm. Our heart is what holds our beliefs. Our heart is what holds our core. Like we mm-hmm. said, it's the core of who yeah. we are, right? Yeah. So therefore, whatever beliefs, traditions, everything that we own and we have mm. resides in our heart, right? right Not right. our physical heart, yeah. but just our, our core. Right, right, right. With that being said, with that parable then, I feel like Jesus was saying exactly that. Like, if your heart, <laughs> if <laughs> another sports analogy, it's not. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to say. All right, there we go. Another one. Nah, but for <laughs> real, like, remember, going back to the whole, I'll take away your their their heart of stone yeah, and yeah. give them a heart of flesh. Yeah. Like, it's the same. I I I strong. I don't know why those those that story correlates for me, but I feel like it's the same thing too with our hearts. Like. Wherever our heart is determines whatever shape, whatever condition our mm-hmm. heart is, determines whatever we do, obviously. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> determines how we treat people. So yeah, if if we're putting good things into our heart, yeah. right? And what are those good things? Like going back to why I said we don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse. But, I say fruit of the spirit. Huh? Fruit of the spirit, honestly. Right. But what begets the fruit of the spirit is the word. Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So if if that's what you're feeding yourself all the time, then yeah, that's where your heart is literally molding into that. It's right. shaping, it's transforming into that. If right. if all you think about, if all you are about is something else, then your heart will keep on molding and shaping towards mm-hmm. that thing, yeah. right? Which is why um, if if you're only inclined to sin and sin and sin, then yeah, the wages of sin are death. Like right. you are, your heart is going to be, your heart is gonna be dead, bro. Yeah. Like you said. To be real. <laughs> to be real. You're gonna be dead dead. And you're gonna be dead. And everything about you gonna be dead. Um your spirit Golly. gonna be dead. Like <laughs> okay, okay. even your body gonna be dead. Um but <laughs> nah for real. Like I I really do believe it's a good question to always ask yourself. <laughs> like who got my heart? Like who like I I'm gonna be asking that question every day. Like you who got be asking yourself that question also, man. All the time. Like who got my heart today? Like who yeah. got my heart? Like yeah. when I did this, who had my heart? Like right, who right. grab who who talked to my heart when I reacted yeah. this way? Yeah. Who talked to my heart when I did this? Yeah. Um and I think we you asking that question all the time, you be able to decipher mm-hmm. um what you're meant to do. And I think wisdom even comes from that too, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really do believe wisdom will come from that where Number one, you know where you are. 
I don't think it's a bad thing, like you said, to know that, man, maybe I'm serving two masters right yeah. now. Yeah. Maybe I got two owners right now. Yeah. Yeah. That puts a lot of stress on your heart. Yeah. Honestly. To be honest, and as long as you, in, in my mind, as long as you're able to reflect on that and go back repented, repentative, actually. Repentant. That's Repent- the repentative. 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 <laughs> um, as long as you go back to God repentant of, of that, like, he's going to accept you. You know what I'm saying? If you're going back to your owner saying, like, God, please forgive me for trying to serve two masters and two owners, like, accepting back in your arms, I guarantee you every single time he is going to accept you back into his arms. We just need to be able to ask our questions, ask those questions to ourselves of who got our heart. And like, like we said, not to be, be dead horse, but that's a good question to ask yourself over yeah. and over again. Last, last thing I was going to say, um, we always say... Um, the devil comes to steal, kill, destroy, right? Yeah. Okay, so and I, going back to the whole heart thing, right? Like, if you're feeling some kind of confusion, it's not God. I don't, like, mm. God is not a God of confusion. If you feel, what I mean by if you feel some kind of confusion, right? Like, doing two things or trying to give your heart to two people, it's, <laughs> it's almost, imp- like, it's, it's impossible that the more you keep trying to do it, the more harm you bring on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. And you won't be fully satisfied. And you won't be fully satisfied. Yeah. Exactly. You won't be fully satisfied in both. Right. Because no. you're going, you're in and out on both. Right. Right. So, yeah, like he said, it's very important to know that question because some of that confusion or stress that you might feel might be due. And that's what mm-hmm. I'm coming to. Yes. It might be due to the fact that there are two people talking at your heart. Mm-hmm. Whereas you you need to like give your heart to one one of the right. two. So right. um yeah, that's just our message for y'all. For sure. Think about that. Um, man. Think about that. Yeah. Know who, who got your heart. I think that would dictate every other thing in your life, honestly. Ask your friends that question also too, man. Facts. Especially when you, like even if you like see them messing up and doing things that are like really out of character, things that are not supposed to be things in this that are not representing the owner, the true owner. I mean, have a real conversation and just ask them, Hey bro. Who got your heart, bro? Because you, you've been acting crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if you, yourself, look in the mirror, ask yourself that question. But listen, y'all, we we really appreciate y'all tuning in today. We love ya. We love ya. We really do, for real. We love ya, for real. Um, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Um, for sure. We have, like, a couple more episodes, I think. Yeah, bro. A couple more episodes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, hey, hey, listen. It'll be, um, it'll be. I'm looking forward to it. For yeah. sure. Hey, look forward um, to announcements on what's going to be happening during our Christmas Christmas break. Um, oh yeah. Because w- though we're going to be in two different places, myself and Yemi, we do plan on having uh, it's setting a place for us to be able to have maybe a, a live where we can have uh, yeah these conversations. Um, so look look for those. Listen, y'all. We have six episodes that are before this. We know we maybe oh, I'm so sorry we haven't been promoting as much. But listen, they're there, they're out there on Spotify and they're on Apple Podcast. Please tell other people about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen to them. Go back and listen to them. I mean, there's I find myself sometimes listening to like episode one sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like, them out, man. go back and listen yeah. to them. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Share, share, share. Share them. Um, share them. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Let's let's end the year good, man. Just, I know elections are like you know crazy, right now. crazy or they're done. We're just waiting for results. But um, irregardless of results, guys, please love, 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 show love to others. Um, remember, especially as a believer, you're looking at things through the perspective of the gospel. Ultimately, that's Ultimately. your that's where your heart should be. That's where your heart Listen, should be. I, it's Period. okay to be a nationalist Period. and support your country, but here's the deal, though: we can't be nationalists over being a Christian, man. Facts. We can't support Donald Trump or Joe Biden over being a Christian. If, and if that's separated and dividing the way that we look at people and the way that we treat people, bro, who got your heart? Facts. Truly, 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 who has your heart? Because it should not be. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Our heart should be devoted and solely given and contracted, really. To, to, to God You know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. So like the way That we treat people No matter what they believe Man It's gotta be The way that We're taught to man Yeah And I've been seeing A lot of Jesus is king Posts Irregardless Like they'll say You know Irregardless of who's President Jesus is Please Put that in practice Like if you really believe that That Jesus is still king Then yeah. Show that by your actions Like with the way you Talk to people 
These guys don't talk to nobody reckless, irregardless mm-hmm. of what they believe, how they believe, what they believe. Yeah. Um, just love, man. So sure, anyway, sure. I love, love you guys. Um, thank team. you for tuning in. For everybody, my family, support. Thank you. All the love. Mama. All our friends. Mama. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Y'all have a good day, man. You guys have a good one. Uh, enjoy your week. Yo.